T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. And we are back with the Beach and Company and the car coaches with us, Lauren Fix. Uh, Lauren, uh, during the break, uh, we got a text and uh, a quick a quick question. Where is the nearest Tesla dealer? And my question is, B, where do you get it serviced and how do you get them serviced? Well, that's part of the problem. I mean, if you're going to buy an electric vehicle and you want to buy an Audi e-tron, a Jaguar I-Pace, a Mercedes EQ, great. The dealer has it. you got a problem. You go back to the dealer. They go, I'm sorry, Mr. Beach. Here's your vehicle test drive vehicle. Here's something to borrow. And they take care of your vehicle and call you. You have a Tesla. You call in. First off, you buy it in a mall. And we don't have any around here yet. I believe there might be one in Rochester. You can buy it online. And the vehicle, it unfortunately, is outside what they call the franchise laws, which are in place to protect you as a consumer. So what that means is no bait and switch. Parts are available for 10 years. Loaner cars are available. All these things, you know, quality, build, all these things, he misses all that. So he, not necessarily he specifically, Elon Musk, but Tesla misses all that. So if you've got a problem, you call it in. They get in a flatbed trailer, typically hauled by an F-250 diesel, which I find hysterical because I always take pictures of them and post them on Instagram. And they <laughs> and, uh, Cleveland or uh, Toledo, I think, has uh, repair facilities. I have a friend in Detroit who bought a Model 3 in Toledo, and every time he needs service, he has to pay to get it flatbedded there. So don't think that because you buy an electric car, there's no service, because you're still moving parts. you got still belts and, and maybe not hoses, but you've got bushings, you've got tires, wiper blades, and there's other fluids in the car. So don't, don't let anyone trick you that it's, it's free, because just like we were saying before the break, when you plug into the wall, it's either natural gas or coal that's charging that. So... Solar and wind across the country is supplying less than 4% of the electricity. So that's the other part of it. And then at the end of any electric vehicle, when you're done with it, if you're done with it, you trade in the vehicle, and the battery's had its full life, there's no recycle. So I always say the next trillionaire is going to be the person who could take all the solar panels and all the batteries and find a solution to separate all those evil chemicals and make them no longer a problem for the environment. But at this point... If you purchase something, just be aware you are impacting the environment. And, and okay. Let's, away. Well, thank you. And and another thing is uh, if you uh, buy an upgraded charging system for your garage, that, that costs a few dollars and it can be charged faster. If you're just going to plug into what is a wall plug, it might take 12 hours to, uh, depending on the vehicle, of course, uh, to charge. you got to think about that. Put out- let's, go, let's go to line two. That would be James in Amherst. James, you're on with Lauren Fix, the car coach. 
Well, it's such a pleasure to talk to you, Sandy and Lauren. This is really exciting for me. And, uh, wow, great information about the electric cars, because I've always kind of been interested in that, but uh, it's a lot of really neat stuff you're talking about. But the reason I'm calling is I am fascinated with the new Ford Bronco, and I kind of want to know, Lauren, what you think about that. Uh, I'm currently an owner of a four-door Jeep uh, Wrangler Sahara. It's in literally mint condition, but, uh, man, that Ford Bronco looks pretty. Um, and I'm just uh, wondering what you have to say about it. Well, I'll be totally honest with you. When I saw the Bronco, because we get early access to looking at it, I was super impressed. We had no idea what to expect because sometimes they uh, bring out vehicles and they get us all excited, like the Ranger. The Ranger's great. It's just it's not, not as impressive. But when the Bronco came out and we saw the two-door and the four-door, all of, we have like a little brain trust of all these automotive people. We all kind of chat amongst ourselves. And everybody says, this is going to really take a cut of Jeep sales. It's going to draw a lot of new buyers. Uh, if you're a true off-road person, you'll want the two-door, four-door. If you just want something to drive on the road, the, the Bronco Sport is going to be in dealerships by the end of the year. And I think that is going to be very impressive. And, and I think the Sport's going to be the first one in the showroom. Yeah, so. that's true. Yeah, it'll be in by fall. I know they started building those. I talked to an executive at Ford yesterday, told me two-door, four-door can be ordered. They can all be ordered, um, but you won't, um, you won't see those till the spring. But it's cool when you go to the configure, because uh, we always go to the configure on the, on the website for Ford, and as you build a two-door or four-door and you're putting on like the uh, Sasquatch package, which is for off-road, <laughs> the vehicle gets dirty with the pictures, like, like you ran up to the mud. It's really cool. <laughs> All right, and uh, good luck to you, James, and thanks for calling. Oh, okay, uh, now, can you imagine there's a meeting of the highbrows of any car company, and one says, you know what we should do? Let's build another Hummer. And then somebody also says, yeah, let's make it electric. Who in the hell thinks of making a Hummer electric? And yet that's what it's going to be in a couple of years. Well, that's on hold right now. Um, I, everyone's talking electric because they have to. Um, the government's put a lot of pressure on them to meet a certain emission standards. President Trump has reduced that emission standard slightly. Uh, and don't let anyone kid you, this is that little emission standard is not like emissions that come out of tailpipes. It's fuel economy numbers. They call them corporate average fuel economies. And when manufacturers don't meet a certain number, they're fined. They have a bill that comes to them. And it's not hundreds of dollars. It's millions of dollars. So they're producing those knowing that they're going to sell very few. For example, a good example here is uh, BMW at one point had an electric car early on just to lower their corporate average fuel economy. They didn't sell them. And if you could buy a sport utility vehicle that was plug-in, they only sold like five of them. But they did it to add that into their average to reduce their bill from the federal uh -huh. That's All right. When we come back, I'm going to ask Lauren about a thing that I don't understand that I see on television it seems goofy to me, but who knows? We'll be back with more. If you have a question of Lauren Fix, she's the woman that has the answers. 803-0930-1-800-616-9236-9930. How good is she? On at least three or four cars that I was considering, I called her to get her review. She told me what she thought, and I went and bought them. So she she really knows her stuff. On News Radio 930 WBEN. And the car coach is with us, Lauren Fix. Lauren, one of the things I've seen on TV, maybe I'm not paying attention. Seems a little goofy to me. They show that if you're trying to buy a used car, they show this thing looks like a vending machine with cars in it. 
And then there's another spot that they run where they deliver a car. It's probably just a flatbed uh, trailer all gussied up, but it looks like something you would take to the moon. Uh, would you ever consider as a uh, just as a retail purchase uh, doing business with either of those companies? You're talking about Carvana and Varum. There's a bunch of other car gurus. A bunch of them do it. Um, I have a rule. Never, ever purchase a car without test driving it. The only exception would be you're looking at a collectible, a Mopar, you know, an old Camaro or something. Sure. Different story. But you're talking about everyday drivers, especially, especially used cars. There are two things you want to do. Test drive it. And if it's a used car and it's not a certified pre-owned from that brand, in other words, you're going to buy a GM certified pre-owned, you buy it from a GM dealer. What I would do is then take it over to any ASC certified technician. You can take it to Midas, take it wherever you want. Have them do a full inspection, take off the wheels, and see if it's flood damaged. Because if you buy a used car and there's a problem, sure, they'll stand behind it. But then you're without a car. So why not be smart and have it checked before you make the purchase? Just like if you bought a home, you would have it home inspected. So if you're buying a, a Ford GT, that's fine. But if you're, if you're buying a Maverick, you better have that thing checked out. Well, actually, those are co- very collectible right now if they've got big engines in them. But any of those old cars even, there are appraisers. I have a couple friends that do appraise cars all over the country. So if you're buying something on eBay and somebody you don't know is selling it, eBay has a whole procedure. You can buy it. They'll send out an inspection person. They'll give you a full report. And then you can make a decision. But you better know what you're buying. And like I said, there's a lot of new vehicles out today. Some don't have lumbar on the passenger side. Some are just totally uh, have big Alaska-sized blind spots. And I always tell people, be careful because those are the two factors that are critical. It may be underpowered. I test drive everything, and I put it on a 10-point scale that's newer, and I keep everything up. So I've got stuff all the way back to 2004. But before you buy it, you got to drive it. And if you don't, oh, yeah. Yeah. Be, oh my yeah. God. Yeah, Buy, buying a car without driving it, except, as you said, in a collectible, is ridiculous. Let's go to line one. That would be Tim. Tim in Lakewood. You're on the air with Lauren Fix, Tim. Hi, guys. I'm interested in the insurance. Uh, if you total your car, the insurance company will send you a check. But what, what's the value based on? Is it retail or is it trading value or what are they sending you? That's a good question. Anytime you're in an accident, the insurance company goes for what they call book value or auction value. So a car that is sold that is similar to yours with similar mileage and similar condition. So they have inspectors of their own that go out and they'll check tire depth. They'll look to see if the brakes have brake pad material. They'll check all the whatever they can access and then make a determination. So if you've been on top of the maintenance of your car you're, you're, and everything, the car is in really good shape you'll get good value unless you get replacement value. And that's part of whatever you decide to purchase. Like you see a lot of these insurance companies on TV, we'll replace your car only if you pay for that in your policy. So all that adds up, typically they'll give you pretty close to value. Rarely have I ever heard someone say they made money off the insurance company because they're in business to make money too. I would take that money and go buy something safer. The safest car you can drive is always the best choice for most people. Okay, thank you, uh, Tim. Uh, good, Lauren. You brought something up that a lot of people don't know, and it's certainly a huge thought as to how uh, how values are assigned in the auction process that dealers use on their trade-ins. Uh, and, and that would affect you if you were walking in trying to buy that car. Tell us how that works. Well, a lot of times you know, it's funny. People will say, oh, my car is worth X amount of dollars, and they go into the dealer and they lowball them. I have a friend with a Porsche, um, a very unique Porsche, 
And he called the, I'm not a dealer here, someone out of town. And they gave him a really low price. And I said, well, you have to look at the vehicle. It's how saleable it is. So if you're trying to get rid of, uh, I don't know, an Audi you, you have and you, you bought it and you decide you want to get rid of it, the dealer's going to give you less than its book value because they want to turn around and sell it. They need to make what they call margin. And if they're not making that percentage of profit, they got to turn on the license, pay people's unemployment and, and pay for labor costs and all those fixed and variable overheads is a lot of money. So there's a, always profit built into that. So keep in mind that if you're going to sell the car on your own, Note that you're not going to get the tax credit on the trade-in, but also when it comes to values of vehicles, it's what it's going across the block. Now, right now, used cars are hot. If you've got a vehicle that's two or three years old, and you, you know, I really don't want this vehicle. It's, it's too big for me. It's too underpowered. Whatever it is, whatever your story is with that vehicle, now is the time to get rid of it. The dealers are desperate all across the country to um, get any type of really well-maintained used vehicle. Another thing, too, is if you're doing a little homework yourself and you look up, say, KBB.com or anything like that, uh, they'll give you a range of what your car might be worth. Now, when you go into the dealer, you're going to have in mind the high of the range, and the dealer's going to have the low of the range. So you got to know that when you go in, and you're probably going to end up, uh, hopefully, somewhere in between. Let's go to uh, Jim on line four. Jim in Amherst, you're on with the Lauren Fix. Yeah, thanks, Sandy. Uh, my question is pretty basic. My wife and I are looking to upgrade our SUV, and we've been looking at the Subaru Crosstrek CRV for Honda and the Toyota RAV4, and I just wanted the host's opinion on which would be the best vehicle to go. Good question. Oh, I actually, I have driven all of them. Uh, I am putting in my newsletter, which is going out tomorrow, so if you sign up on my website for the newsletter, you'll get it. It'll have the Highlander, and it'll have the CRV. If you want to just look right now, you can go to my YouTube channel, which is Car Coach Reports. I have reviewed all of them. And what I recommend is look how I break it down because it's performance, safety, which is obviously an important thing, and both are very safe. Um, you're looking at seating comfort, visibility, and that includes the back seat when I'm talking seating comfort, trunk space, its total value, its quality, its design. All Both of those vehicles are high in quality and design. So, again, one of the things I recommend, and I've had – People tell me because we're all built differently. They'll get into a CRV and say, oh, my gosh, I can see out everywhere. This is great. Hello, Lauren. Did we lose Lauren, Tony? I'm here. I still hear sound in the background. Yeah, but we don't hear her. Not for me. There she oh, there is. There we go. There you go. Go ahead. You were, you were doing your evaluation. Yeah, uh, I do evaluations based on 10 different categories. And so I tell people, you know, Watch both reviews. See what makes both of them. The bottom line, you're confused. You go, oh, my gosh, both these cars are great. I don't care what two vehicles you're looking at. Call your insurance company and find out where your insurance rates are. That will be your final decision maker, especially if you're looking at something that's really expensive. It's not great resale value. That could be a big factor. And uh, also, I add something in, too, the I factor. How many times have you been on the thruway? And a vehicle goes by you, and you go, oh, wow, that's nice. What is it? And it turns out to be a, a certain model, and uh, it catches your eye. I've always been a fan of the CRV. I think the Honda CRV is very eye-catching out on the highway. Okay, good luck. Good luck. Uh, he's he's uh, considering one of those. Hey, Sandy, uh, can I throw one in? Yeah. 
All right, Lauren, one of the things in uh, August, I'm probably going to be in the market and I have to make up my mind. Do I want a used vehicle? Do I want a lease? Do I want something new? Uh, I know pretty much where I, you know, what my price range is, what I want to spend. And based on something that I read, because this is the thing, whenever I, I look into a vehicle and I'm like Sandy, I fall in love with everything. And one of the vehicles that I'm absolutely in love right now is the Lincoln Corsair. I mentioned earlier, uh, how nice I think it is, but you know, you get into looking at a vehicle. Okay. You look at, I could get into it for this price. And then you start reading about options. All right. Well, if I got this, that, and the other thing, it brings the cost up another 10 to 12,000. And then based on something I read is that what was the, the saying? You have to make up your mind. Do you want a three star on your hood or a football goalpost? So you have to kind of make that you can get the foot car with the football goalpost logo, uh, you know, with the extra things, but does it match up to uh, a lesser one of like, let's say Mercedes. Well, you're talking about different price ranges in, between Lincoln and the Mercedes, but you know, I, I know you're, I know you pretty well. I know you've got kids and I know you, you're into sports. So let's say you're looking at like a Kia Telluride, a three row SUV, just to have something to talk about. Right. Um, great car, fully optioned. When you buy a package at a certain trim level, it's all in. Same thing's true with the Genesis line, which is part of that same family. All in. So when you buy an option, um, a lot of the Lexuses do that. Honda does. When you buy a package, it's not like you've got, oh, you can buy the sunroof and the heated seats and the winter package. You start doing that, and a reasonably priced car can get very expensive. That's more common with the German manufacturers. I'll exclude Volkswagen in that case. Like if you're looking at an Atlas, you buy a package and it's there, um, or a Tiguan. So these are things that I always tell people that look to see what the packaging is like, and then there are websites through car that'll give you a bell curve so you can see what people are paying in your area and this is really keyed in information so it's okay i have we have the hard break here lauren uh it is uh, beach and company lauren fix the car coach is with us news is next we're back after that T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. And we are back uh, in one moment with Lauren Fix. But first, uh, Entercom has uh, released an, an, a memo, an informational memo, uh, that uh, when this show ends, which will be next Thursday, not this Thursday, next Thursday, when this show ends, it will be t uh, taken by David Bellavia. 
And I'll say this, I'm very happy to be uh, uh, to be followed by a Medal of Honor winner. Uh, this is a, a cherry on top of the cake as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I've been uh, followed by good disc jockeys, by good talk show hosts, uh, by good program directors, and now by a Medal of Honor winner. I, I think that's a, that's a huge plus for you and for me. So congratulations to David and I. I have one suggestion to David. Just go out there and kick some ass, and I, I think he will. David made me say that, or otherwise he <laughs> said he would kill me. And so... <laughs> He has ways of making you conform. Yeah. When I saw him last time, he said, uh, when you're done, I will take that show or I'll kill you. Uh, so. <laughs> i kill you. <laughs> now, David's a good guy, and I enjoy listening to him, and I'm sure you will too. So I'm very happy that he'll be following me uh, starting uh, next, uh, next Friday, actually. All right, uh, back to uh, Lauren Fix. If you want to know about cars, Lauren Fix is the person to ask. And, Tony, you had some more information you needed from lauren yeah and we were talking about mercedes uh you know what wonderful uh work they're doing and have done for so many years well they've come up with a vehicle that is really caught my eye probably out of my price range and i was showing it to uh joe beamer i think this would be the perfect vehicle for him to take to the virginia tech games and it's coming out in 2021 the mercedes-benz weekender oh yeah this thing is cool what is that lauren do you know uh, we have not seen it in person yet because we can't get to go to Germany, but we do get a lot of reveals. I have an, um, a concept avatar coming out, so that's going to be something that's really cool as well. Uh, I'm going to look that one up because I don't think I've seen that one. Sounds like you found something really weird, but that doesn't he, mean anything. There's a lot. There's a lot of stuff that doesn't. Well, just picture the Lauren, uh, old Lauren, Volkswagen. He always see he sees those vehicles in the books, yeah. and then he comes in and asks me. I, I haven't seen it. It's probably in cardboard in Germany somewhere. It's Go a, ahead. It's a Sprinter van because they sell the Sprinter, the ones that look like like you see them a lot for local deliveries, and they yep. have a pop up tent on it. You can; those are upfitters. That's totally done by what's called an upfitter. So you can make, you can buy those now. You buy a Sprinter, you can buy diesel or gas, you know, and you take it to an upfitter. So they're expensive as it is. And now you're going to put all those up. You can make an, uh, an RV. You can put bathrooms in them. I've seen them at the track. Everyone's using them at the track. It's very cool. You can do it with a mattress also, which is the smaller vehicle. Pull-out kitchen. It's the whole nine yards if you if you want to set up for a night or you're going to be somewhere in the afternoon. You know, it kind of reminded me of the old Volkswagen uh, Vanigans that were out and pretty similar in what they could do with the pop-up uh, tents and everything. And then, you know, you talk about old vehicles that have really gained traction and are hot, and that's the old Volkswagen vans. You look for the 23-window one, you can't find it. And if you do, you're going to pay premium money. Okay, let's go to uh, line five now, and that would be Bill in Eden. Bill, you're on with Lauren Fix, the car coach. Good morning, Sandy. Um, I'll be sorry to see you go, too, and I really want to thank you for all the kind words that you've given me in the time that we've been sharing together. Because Appreciate it. Coming from a Hall of Famer, that really means a lot. So, um, well, thank you. Good to hear thank David, you. because we need his voice more than ever. I wish he would be our governor and kind of re you know, get us back on the right track. But getting back to cars here, um, Sandy, I always wanted to drive a stick shift car. So several years ago, I bought a Dodge Neon, and when I got it, I learned right on the fly how to do that, and then I got a Chevy Cavalier. But they don't make either of them anymore. So what I wanted to ask Lauren was, 
Um, Lauren, will they, you know, this for the standard person, not a high-end like a Corvette or something, will there ever be stick shift cars coming out that we could purchase anymore? And is the, um, the technology in the automatic transmission now so much better that you really don't need the stick shift anymore? Okay, well, first I have to comment on the Neon and the Cavalier. Those were not great cars. <laughs> the crash test ratings were not good at all. I won't even tell you the nickname for the Cavalier. Um, I'll have to post that on Facebook or something. But um, <laughs> as, far as, as far as cars that are manual transmission, there are a lot of fun cars that are reasonably priced that you could buy with a manual transmission. And one of my favorites is the Mini Cooper. Both my kids drive manual minis. What a blast. My daughter's got the Clubman with the double doors in back. Uh, my son's got the John Cooper Works, which is the performance version. And if you buy one, there's a community that comes with it. Uh, we, I have to tell you, one of the best fun vehicles we've ever had. Uh, Bernadette had a Mini and loved it. Uh, it was an automatic transmission. You know who doesn't make a stick anymore? Ferrari. Did you ever think you'd see the day when Ferrari didn't have a traditional stick, Lauren? Well, they weren't really traditional to begin with. They always had something a little bit different because of the German transmission. I won't get into the names of them. But I will tell you that you can still get a Mustang manual. You can still buy a Civic uh, SI manual. You can buy a G70 Genesis manual. Um, you can buy the Camaro in a manual. So there's still cars that don't – and Jeep that sells it in a manual. So uh, And the Bronco is going to be available and the Bronco Sport with a manual. So there are – Vehicles today being produced with it, three-pedal cars, as we call them. Are, I like them because you place the power where you want them. Uh, I have a Mustang that's performance-oriented, that is. But truthfully, uh, the new dual-clutch transmissions, we're not talking about the everyday drivers, but the dual-clutch performance cars, no matter whether it's German or domestic, they shift faster than you can possibly shift. Yeah, that's good. Okay, thank you uh, very much, Bill. Appreciate it. Yeah, I was thinking of things that uh, are slowly diminishing, uh, and I thought of stick shifts. I also thought of convertibles. There aren't many convertibles out now. Uh, there are still a lot. The, the take rate is very low, as they call it. Um, again, you're back at Mini, Mustang, Camaro, Corvette's going to be convertible. Jeep is the most ultra-convertible because they take off the whole top. Yeah, and the, and the doors and everything else. Yep. So, yeah, they're, they're moving in different directions, but I think most of those directions are pretty good. Uh, yeah, you know you know what's funny? Somebody texted this, and I hate this, but I thought I'd ask you just before the break. They said, ask Lauren about the thing in the car that shuts off the engine at every light and starts it up again when you – I hate that. I try and disable it. You can only disable it and, uh, until you uh, turn the key off or uh, come back, and then it's back on there. Do you like that? Do you use that? I'll to be honest with you, you know why they have it there? Because of fuel economy. It actually saves about a tablespoon per tank of gas. I'm like, why are we bothering? I hate those. Because we're if the car's not running, you're like, oh, is the car running? And yeah. the electric vehicles that does it, the air conditioning doesn't work at that time then either. So listen, I'm not I'm I'll spend the extra tablespoon of gas. Um, yeah, and I've seen some that had that, but they are but they needed a second battery for what you just said. Uh, because it, 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 say it's hot, say it's 90 degrees, and you're running air conditioning and everything else, it shuts it all down and brings it back, uh, which doesn't seem to me like a good idea. I don't like it personally, and a lot of, I would say most journalists don't like it. I also don't, lane, don't like the lane change departure that pushes you back in the lane. To try yeah. if, you're, if you don't pay attention, awesome. Those are there for you. But for the rest of us who love to drive and refuse to give it up, 
I want to I, the car. Don't look the I, And I have something on, on one of my cars now that if you're driving along the highway and you get in, you, you touch the center lane too often, it, it, it warns you. Are you falling asleep or something? Now, maybe if you drove at night and you had a lot of miles, that would be helpful. But on a sunny day, it'll drive you crazy. We'll be back with more on News Radio 930. This is WBEN. Lauren Fix is with us. She's the car coach. Lauren, tell people how they can uh, see what you're writing online. Uh, you can see all, all my content at carcoachreports.com. I post on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, TikTok, you name all, all of them, because I have to, uh, at Lauren Fix. I'm easy to find. All right. You know, there was a, a, a time period when I was searching a lot online, and every t- car I searched online, <laughs> Lauren was doing a, 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 a good, thorough review of it, and it was very, very helpful. How do you decide which cars you put on the uh, website for review? Oh, I put every single one that I get, because that's part of the deal. They'll bring a car to me, and I get to keep it for a week. Sometimes less, like I've got an LT500 convertible coming uh, this weekend, and I get to use it for three days. And that's just the way it is. But typically, um, I'll put them all up, so whatever I get, uh, we will post. It's not in a specific order, sometimes it's based on embargo dates, but we'll put them all up there. Um, There's not much I haven't reviewed. Um, Sometimes we get limited time. I have had some cool cars, like the Lamborghini Urus, which is a $200,000 V. (laughs) What was it like driving that? Oh, my gosh, I loved it. If I could afford it, it would be in my garage. (laughs) You know, what you said, what you said would be, I'm about to get married, but what you said is a good deal for a wife. Say you get get them for three weeks, they come in, and uh, you take them out on the road, give them a road test, and then you get another one. And next week for three days. Uh, what do you think of that? My gosh, no. I've been married <laughs> a long time. One, one a lifetime is enough for me, thanks. <laughs> I, you've been married for 30 years, Lauren? You're kidding me. 31 years. Coming up on 31, yeah. Well, happy anniversary when that shows up. Uh, now let's go to li- line three, and that would be Don. Don, you're on with Lauren Fix, the car coach. Hi, Sadie and uh, Lauren. Listen, I have a question for you. I want to purchase a car that is, uh, I'm a confined to a wheelchair. And there's a dealership that specializes in uh, building cars with ramps and everything. And they said that American cars are not made like that anymore. Is that true? Well, you're talking about the mobility service, different companies that do mobility services. Yes. A wheelchair, some people can only use their hand controls or foot controls. There are companies that do that. So you usually purchase a vehicle, and then the mobility company would do that afterwards. Uh, there are many dealerships in the local area who would, who could do that for you and facilitate that. Uh, keep in mind that if you're purchasing it, it'll be put into the purchase price unless you buy it separately. But, yeah, there are a lot of – everyone's got something, so you, have, you know they're willing to work with you. I know that Ford does do some of that. I believe GM and Chrysler does as well. But, again, you'd have to check with the dealer. That's something that's special order. And there, yeah, and there's somebody in Clarence. I'm trying to think of the name of the company. I did a few commercials for them. Uh, they do a really good job, I know, with uh, with vans. They're right across uh, from Clarence High School, right on Main Street there. I, the name escapes me off the top of my head. Uh, good luck. But uh, she's right. There are several places that can handle that for you. Let's go to line two, and that would be Sandy in Buffalo. Sandy, you're on WBEN. Hi, Sandy. Uh, Just a quick congratulations to you on your retirement. I will miss you madly. I love you and I wish you all the best. 
You're sweet. Thank you very much. Uh, you have a question for Lauren? Yes, I do. Hi, Lauren. Um, just a quick question. Uh, I'm in a Corolla right now, a Toyota Corolla 2013, and I'm interested in moving into smaller SUV like uh, Kona by Hyundai or a Kia Nero. I really like the looks of both of those. I'm sure you probably have reviewed them, but I missed it. So do you recommend either of those, or what would you say about those? Uh, last, the 2019 SUV of the year was the Hyundai Kona. Oh, great. And great vehicle. Uh, their direct parallel to that is the Kia Seltos. Uh, there's the Venue if you want to go smaller. Honda makes an HRV, which you could look at. Uh, the one thing I like about Kia and Hyundai is they have 10-year, 100,000-mile warranties if you're going to purchase them. Uh, you can't beat that. Um, and, and I really love their products. I have to say you get a lot for your money, and they know it. Okay, great. Yeah, when they first came uh, to America, that 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty just stood out, and it still does. It's nice peace of mind. So when you get the vehicle, you, you know exactly what it's going to do to your budget. Very, very good choices there. Thank you. Okay, thanks for the call. Uh, let's see, where, where are we going? To line one, Kathleen in Lockport. Kathleen, you're on with uh, Lauren Fix, the car coach. Hello, how are you? We're fine. Good. I have a question about glass in cars, like the windshields and the windows. Is there a lower UV protection in glass now? Because I, I got a new car two years ago, and I feel it's just the sun is, you know, I, I feel my skin is warmer. I'm getting spots on my hands. So I didn't know if there was, if there are, if there is UV protection in windshields. Uh, windshields are, are made of safety glass. And so when you order a vehicle, you can ask for a tint package, but it's not that much. Remember, there are restrictions in New York State. Um, the side windows are tempered glass. You remember they'll break them. They're different kinds of materials. They break into little pieces. Um, so part of that technology is whatever they're giving you is based on safety, because believe it or not, glass is part of the safety system of a vehicle. Uh, if you're saying, listen, I, I can't take this heat in this vehicle. I love the car, but this is an issue. There are window tinters all over. They're in Lockport. They're in Buffalo. They're out in the suburbs. They're everywhere. Just make sure you don't be, go beyond the New York State regulation. You can make the rear windows darker than the front windows and the, and the driver and passenger side. That's for the safety of police officers. Um, if you're down in Florida, you can. I, everyone darkens their windows. So don't be afraid to have that done. Um, just make sure you find a reputable person. Uh, you can check online. There's Yelp reviews. You know, I would do your research before you make a decision on who you choose to do that. Okay. All right. Thanks. Okay. Thank you very much. Uh, and by the way, you can get a, a prescription from a doctor because I, I know a woman who was being treated at Roswell Park. Uh, and uh, that was part of, uh, part of the problem is uh, what we just discussed with that lady on, on the line. And uh, they can tint it to a certain degree that will make it legal. Uh, as long as you have the prescription in the car, they can do that. Uh, by the way, the name of the uh, company was Maine Mobility. That's across from Clarence High School. I did a couple commercials for them. Uh, I thought that they, were they do really good work. Uh, the, the things that I saw that they were working on were, were vans. Uh, but if you're interested in something like that, that name is Maine Mobility across from Clarence High School. Let's take a break. Give Lauren a chance to refill her coffee cup for the last hour. On News Radio 930, this is WBEN.
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.